Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most family-friendly podcast network. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Plumbing the Death Star, where we ask the important questions like, which cautionary PSA could you star in? Alright, so, like, I think, so, a cautionary PSA has to be one that I can, you know, relate to Mm. myself right now. And one of the biggest kind of uh, problems I've had in past relationships and, and interpersonal okay. skills is that I'm a bit of a workaholic. Mm. You know, okay, I, sure. I, I put I put mm. too much stock in... Depressing start to the episode. Zamet reveals yeah. his broken relationships. <laughs> Just to clarify before we begin. Yeah. Uh, so we are picking a PSA, public service announcement. Yes. It's like a very special episode. So we're picking yes. a kind of... Problem or a kind of thing we need to be cautioned against, mm-hmm. and a fictional character or a TV show to teach us that lesson. Yes, it, that's that's kind of the operation here. Yeah, that, that's what I'm. I'm thinking. That's how I'm interpreting. Okay, yeah, great. No, just just needed just needed a just little bit of clarification. That's fine. Baby. That's fine. Hey, Jackson, yeah. ring, ring, what? ring, ring. Hello. Hello, Jackson Bailey. This is uh uh not Who John Dusha. This? this is a fella from the government. Hey, plumbing oh the Death God. Star. Uh-huh. Has been yes. hired to do a very special episode or a PSA uh, to you should warn call people. My boss, Joel Zamet, not me. <laughs> he didn't answer his phone. I think he's at work. How did you get this number? Uh, Hello. Great question. I'm the government. Uh, these things uh-huh. just happened for me. Okay. Um, when what I think of a number, I just get it. Sorry, uh, I was I'm just cooking, saying. The- I'm cooking in the background. If you can hear sizzling. <laughs> I'm making a panini. <laughs> oh, what's in the panini? Don't you have something to ask me, the government? Well, yeah, my question is now, what is in the panini? <laughs> this is it. Are you sure you're from the government? You have any proof? <laughs> yeah, I've faxed you through my badge. Anyway. Fax? Fax? <laughs> a badge? You faxed a badge? Yes. <laughs> Honey, I think I'm being scared. <laughs> Can you check the fax machine for a for a badge? <laughs> oh my god, it's real. I'm so sorry, Mr. Government. What do you need? I need Plumbing the Death Star to make a PSA 
about whatever they want, whatever you choose, but we need you to help the youth stay less dangerous. <laughs> okay, a, go- done, a government, government mandate contacting anyone, like an entertainment organization, being like, "We need you to do a PSA. Your choice, whatever you do." Is uh, whatever is you think. We don't think's a problem. Go is out there. Think a problem fun. right now that you you think as the government that we should be focusing on. Nah, nah. No. Oh, we thanking you. You got it. Up well, you. thank you, Mr. Government. Uh, so, <laughs> as I said, uh, I'm a bit of a workaholic. It has been a bit of a problem. Yeah. And so I sure. think a great PSA would be to to not work so much uh, and to, like, enjoy, you know, stop and, you know, smell the flowers, yes. basically. Smell like, right. enjoy okay, life yeah, sure. as it was. And I think the best way the for now. this to happen... Yeah. yeah, live in the now. And I think the best way for this to happen would be a very special episode of The Nanny where I oh! play one of Mr. Sheffield's playwright of Friends and kind of rope him into helping write the next great play. And yeah. I think na- like Fran Fine, the nanny, would be the mm-hmm. perfect person to kind of explain to me that I need to stop and enjoy mm. life, live in the now, and through me, Mr. Sheffield, will also learn that lesson. So it's a bit of a twofer. Mm. Charles Samit! Yeah, that's great. It's easy to imagine Charles Fran Fine. Yeah, you gotta stop it. going to work and fuck your boss instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. You gotta fuck your boss because you're in love with your boss. <laughs> ne- Fran, fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Sorry, Fran. Watch out, Cece. <laughs> Hello, I'm Joel Samet. We haven't met. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'd be great. Oh, it'd Mr. Samet. I think it'd be great. Yeah. It'd, it'd be me. Uh, there'd be like a big desk and both mm-hmm. myself and, and Mr. Sheffield. We'd be like spitballing ideas and it'd be like a crazier, like basically I'm imagining almost like a sequel to Cats, uh, like a Cats <laughs> 2 that we've come up with because he's always <laughs> having a bit of a rivalry with uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber in right. the series. So something like that, maybe like Andrew Lloyd Webber could guest star in that episode mm-hmm. as well to be like, I need to do a sequel to Cats 2. Um, uh-huh. And so, That's you know, he's, he's hired on his protege, mm. me. And, and mm-hmm. so uh, uh, me and, and Miss Sheffield have to kind of like write this kind of uh, uh, crazy script. Uh, you know, Niles might get on my nerves or I'll get on his nerves. It's going to be well, great. Well, I, I sort of, I sort of picture Niles. and CC. Oh, it's going to yeah, be good. Yeah, of course. Mm. I, I would love to see this episode of The Nanny. Uh, I, I, I really like the idea of, of Fran Fine and Niles having a conversation and Niles in his kind of droll butler way being like, I don't understand why he's doing Cats 2. Nope. Literally nobody wants that play. Nobody in the history of the world, Fran Fine, has ever wanted a sequel to Cats. I think that would be a good scene. Yes. And it's true. It's very true. <laughs> how do you... How? So, okay, so let's let's nut out the episode. So uh-huh. it's got to begin, I think, with Fran Fine establishing mm-hmm. that maybe already Mr. Sheffield isn't showing her enough attention. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Sheffield, you gotta stop yeah. going to work. Or, or something along the lines of, like, it just, he's just come off writing, like, a really mm. big play or something like yes. that so it's already gone through the motions of like being I'm like si- too much involved with work yeah. and he's not spending time with the kids so it's i think i want to i want to in the oh. run of the show i want to set this toward the end where there will they won't they fran fine mr mm. sheffield relationship has become they will and they're together because i think that suits it better okay and yeah, I, I agree I, and i like the idea of it, it's sort of like the beginning is maybe Mr. Shepherd being like, Fran, I'm so glad to have finally finished that big play. Now we can go on that holiday I've always promised Ow, you. And then a, Mr. Sheffield! Ding dong, ding dong! And that's the door, and then you come in, and the crowd... <laughs> woo, it's Joel Zammett, famous, famous 
podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. He's on my favorite TV show, The Nanny. Yes. And then Mr. Chip, this is my good friend, Joel Zammett. And you're like, I've got the greatest idea for a play ever. Remember cats? What Cat- about cats too? <laughs> I've got the rights to the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna the idea of you just shoving a whole bunch of papers in Mr. Sheffield's hands. Like like the sitcom doesn't understand what the rights to a play are or look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine something kind of like a rolled up scroll that I just like <laughs> Yeah. I've yeah. got like, the rights to cats too. Yeah, well, yeah. friend, you understand. And then off and they like, go this to could their... be his big break because he's just like, oh, you know, giving it like a big fuck you to Andrew Lloyd Webber, like he always <laughs> wants to. So absolutely, mm, this is going to finally, be great. Fran. I can write the worst play ever and tarnish <laughs> the reputation of the first move, the first play, by making a sequel that is very terrible. And I can put Mr. it right Shep. up to that Mr. Andrew Lloyd Webber's asshole. <laughs> this is a controversial episode of the Nanny. It's the first ever episode of the Nanny to feature. Mr. Sheffield saying asshole. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber described himself as personally offended by the episode. So how are we going to illustrate that Mr. Sheffield is 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 being okay. tainted by your workaholic? So, so what's gonna happen? It's going to be that that kind of thing where it's not not quite like a montage, but like a couple of like different scenes that kind of build mm-hmm. it up to be like, you know, oh obviously this is not the first time it's happened, or like the first time yeah. you show, but then it kind of keeps going on on on. Yeah, okay. So like for example like an, a lovely date that they've gone like mm. in, like like a very fancy restaurant that they've had to like book you know months in advance and so it's just the two of them and then i rock up a bit like oh. unshaven unkept pull mm-hmm. up a seat they're having like spaghetti or whatever i put my fork into one of them and be like <laughs> oh we eating spaghetti have a big slurp of that put down my like like my like um like 2009 Apple Air or whatever it is, mm-hmm. old and ratty, slam that down, a couple of like legal pads full of notes and be like, anyway, for act four. And I'm I start like talking about I got that. A, I got a new cat for you, Mr. Sheffield. We call him Finkelhop the Chicken Cat. And you slam down a hasty sketch in the middle of their garlic bread or whatever. Yeah. Thank uh, you, friend, and you eat her spaghetti. Yeah. I like that Zamet has a laptop in this, indicating that maybe this is a revival episode. <laughs> the nanny came back and they could swear. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the nanny... The nanny is back with cussing. And oh, Mr. Finds- Sheffield, you yeah. stupid cunt. <laughs> Whoa, the nanny's cool. <laughs> that's a, that's Australians a in the, in the UK audience love it. Americans <laughs> on the fence. <laughs> this is not what I wanted out of a nanny reboot at all. <laughs> that's a great as well because it's not only is it a nanny reboot, it's an alternate timeline mm. nanny reboot yes. from our timeline. That's good. Mm. So there's like okay. that kind of a situation and it kind of like escalates a bit further like mm-hmm. imagine they're they're oh, and we're kind of revamping it as well. Maybe they're going on like a little romantic Airbnb away, Ooh, and like yes. they're both in their robes. Obviously, there's some kind of like allusions to being like mm-hmm. maybe they just fucked or whatever. You know those kind of like little mm-hmm. sly wink and nods that the nanny absolutely Sitcom loves. Hopping. Yeah. So after that, maybe they're even like just come out of a jacuzzi or something. And oh. sure enough, I burst in the door, like, you know, imagining marinara stains on my shirt. And, <laughs> and like, hey, Mr. Eating- Sheffield, oh, hey, friend, how you going? Anyway, oh, we're getting in the tub. 
I start disrobing and be like, mm-hmm. I've got some great ideas. And Baronara just kind of like... oil and sauce filling the top <laughs> from your pants, which you didn't take off. Joel Zamet is playing Jackson Bailey in this episode. <laughs> Eating like... nothing but spaghetti yeah. and thinking nothing but cats. That's great. <laughs> just kind <laughs> of like inadvertently third wheeling it, but mm-hmm. like... Not deliberately. I just no, am no, very excited about the play. Uh, and so getting in there, getting like all these like notes and that kind of wet from the jacuzzi splashing. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously like, but the problem here is while Fran is getting more and more annoyed with me, Mr. Yeah. Sheffield is kind mm. of becoming more and more like, yes, like he he's enamored a legal with party. the idea. Of he's course. starting writing down notes while also in the jacuzzi. You know, we have like. You know, like scrunched up paper, just kind of floating mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Fred Fine sitting soggy. there, crossing crossed arms in her bikini. Yeah, can yeah, I yeah, can yeah, I yeah. Pi- can I pitch you a scene? Okay, so it's um we we open on Fran Fine, or we open on Mister Sheffield and Fran Fine, and they're about to get intimate. Fran Fine is in some very mm-hmm. sort of silky negligee. Oh, yes. Maybe Mister Sheffield's in just like some nice pajamas, and they're they're clearly about to kiss. And then you knock on the door, and you're like, "Oh, can I just talk to you for a moment, Mister Sheffield?" And he's like, "I'll be back in just a moment, Fran Fine." And then they leave, and then we get like an hour later on the screen, and it's Fran Fine lying in bed, clearly very sexually frustrated, yep. and the sounds of a cat song coming from above <laughs> as you two stump around singing. Yeah, Fingle yep. Hop, the chicken cat, the chicken cat, the chicken may, cat. May I suggest another little quick uh, little amendment to that? Like one scene. Yeah, like an hour later, she's very sexually frustrated, hearing all that kind of stuff. She stomps yeah. up and like opens the door. And it's like, Mr. Sheffield, your dinner's getting cold. Oh! Like, a little bit of euphemism Ooh! there. And That's the rudest thing I've ever heard. Mm. And That's... then, and very dismissive, uh, um, Mr. Sheffield is like, it's okay, Fran. Uh, you can order Uber Eats. I'll eat later. Just put it in the fridge. I'll have it. I'll have it tomorrow. <laughs> and then the, Fran Fine crosses her arms again, and there's a ooh because mm. like the audience. Like, Maybe there won't be a tomorrow, Mister Sheffield. And there's me pouring over a script. Like, what's what's for dinner? What are we eating? Oh, yeah, are we eating more can spaghetti? You heat me up some? Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> And maybe because it's like more modern and they can swear now, instead of an ooh, the audience is like, we want Fran Fine's pussy eat. Maybe that's what <laughs> is yelled by the crowd instead. <laughs> yeah, but rather than an applause sign for the audience, yeah. it's we want Fran pussy at uh, yeah, flashing. Absolutely. That's, 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 it's a more yeah, modern take. It's more modern than take. It's, what, it's, what it's a sexy, horny, modern take on the nanny. That's exciting. Ah, Okay, so at yep. what point do you learn the lesson? Because that's got to happen. Or do you never learn the lesson that Mr. Sheffield no, I does? think I got this, right? So I think I, I maybe learned the lesson that I've maybe pushed it too far because mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, maybe it's like one of those like a month later or something along those lines where it's like things have just gotten real kind of haywire. Yeah. And then it's kind of like maybe Fran walks in and us and we're discussing maybe like the cat, a cat's three birds, oh, yeah. or something Damn. along those lines, Damn. and then being like, and then we'll set it up for cats four reptiles, <laughs> and then this kind of like this realization that maybe we've gone a little bit insane, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, yeah, okay. and this You've is where Fran has to be like, honey. No one even liked cats. <laughs> no one's gonna <laughs> care line. for birds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> The crowd loves it. They are, that's that's an incredible. Can I incredible line. pitch yeah. an alternative ending that also sure. may teach you a lesson? Joel Zammett, you're stumbling out of a marinara bar, and Fran hits you with her car. <laughs> 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 I need my pussy eat, and then credits. <laughs> 
Thoughts? And then maybe, Both great maybe, options, to be honest. Maybe as, as, as you're lying in hospital, you look out the window and you see some birds and you're like, ah! and that's mm. where we cut to the end yeah, credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or what will happen is that, like, um, you know, again, Mr. Sheffield, through like the advice of Fran and all that kind of stuff that we've gone too far, will be like, you know what, this is this is bad. Whatever, I had to spend time with my wife. I'm, I'm pulling out. You know, mm. you, this is like whatever, whatever, whatever. And then a bit of like cos like uh, a cosmic irony. Yeah. Uh, it kind of like as they're walking down, um, like you know, uh, whatever they, they they see like Cats two opening. And, oh like, yes, rave reviews. Yeah. It's like it's a masterpiece and all those kind of things. And then Mr. Mm-hmm. Sheffield's like, mm. Mm. and Fran's like, oh well, I got my pussy yet. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> That's, see, at least in our two endings, the original two endings, uh, you're taught a lesson. But that yeah, lesson, yeah. the one you just pitched that last one is, there's no such thing as too much work. No, no, I think the no, real no. lesson is eat out your nanny. I think yeah. that's the real lesson of this episode of the nanny. <laughs> I think that's a real life. It's a takeaway. I don't know. Yeah, that's a powerful, powerful statement from Pum in the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, or, well, again, same kind of ending, but they see, like, Catch 2 opening and there's no line and then there's, like, yeah, you know, uh, no one wanted this. Uh, <laughs> bad play gets a badder sequel. Uh, yeah. Why do this? Some, like, Who was this like, for? Yeah, like, maybe some yeah. cat puns that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, like you yeah. know, meow thanks or something like that. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's not great. Yeah, that's a good one. Of a cat uh, meow <laughs> thanks. <laughs> cat. Oh no. Oh cat. Cat. No. All of these are good. Any of these they can use. <laughs> meow thanks. Uh, terrible. You know, anyone. Anyone. <laughs> Yeah, just like trying to force meow into anything. This mm. this play was meowable, and people were like, yeah. I don't, what are they? <laughs> Trying Who's to this say, for? I don't. I didn't know what the, don't who know. the play was for, and I don't know who this bad review is for. <laughs> Meow Dioker at best is surely the best you can do with that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. We'll yeah. use that. Uh, yeah, meowfully bad. I guess they could go for. <laughs> uh, tries to make the audience purr, makes them hiss instead. Yeah, also great. Also perfectly great. bad. Oh, Anyone oh, that's for that right? So you got that review coming off right, and like people right, and then it kind of pulls out. And that's yeah. and that's uh, Niall writing the review. Oh, there you uh, go. That's a good thing. <laughs> then the nanny theme. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, that's pretty I, I good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You learned your lesson, and that's all we can ask for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we also, maybe. Yeah. Hang on, let's add another layer to the ending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So zooms out. Niles is writing it. Pan, like mm. zooms out a little bit more. There's a knock on the door. It's Cece, and then she says, "Niles, it's time to get my pussy yet." <laughs> Oh, yes! Perfect! Because that's the real lesson of the episode. And then he'll be like, I'll be right with you, CC. But then yeah. he goes to it because he's he, not understand, yeah. he understands the work. Yeah. The he, kno- he knows to live in the now yeah. and to eat pussy. He gets work yeah, that's and great. play. Yes. <laughs> Writing room oh, reviews. Oh, that's the name of, of the, like, the, the title wait, of, the name of the episode. Work yeah, and play. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And then in brackets... Um, yeah, like working. Nanny. Eat out your nanny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eat out your nanny. Yeah. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Also, if you want to keep up to date with everything we do, why not join our newsletter? Just check the show notes or head to our website, sanspantsradio.com, and sign up today. Well, I, okay, so I was thinking the lesson I need to learn is to not play in trash. And I was thinking this would make a good 70s Superman episode or okay. comic book. So, like, you know when they would just publish, like, a PSA and Whatever. try to make it cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're, like, they're trying to make it cool for kids, yeah. you know, but it's, it's not. It's not cool for kids. And so I guess it would, it would be Superman teaching me not to play in garbage. Yeah. I think the, the kind of pitch for this comic book. So I guess it would have to open with me playing in garbage and yes. Superman discovering that. How do we think that would how it would come about? Uh, how, so how do uh, we... would it be Superman discovering it or maybe something because it's in the seventies? Something to do with mm-hmm. like I'm thinking like his best friend Jimmy Olsen. Like, oh yeah, you know, Jimmy Olsen. Maybe Jimmy Olsen is doing a piece for the Daily Planet on the trash heap outside of Metropolis, mm. and he's there to do the. And then he finds me, mm. a grown man. Playing in garbage. Yeah, and he's like, like that's like, like are something you okay? along the lines of you know we we need to clean the streets up and make our, mm. uh, you know all these trash heaps go away. But yeah. unfortunately, we have a man now who's playing with it and and is like yelling it's at anyone. Still good, who, Jimmy Olsen. It's still good, dude. Get rid of it. Look at this old toy car. It's got a <laughs> wheels, but you can pretend it's one that's had its wheels stolen. Well, and then I put it in the mud, and I'm like, yeah. Well, it's the 70s, so, like, the Cold War's a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe you're playing in trash, and you keep playing in more and more trash, and then eventually you're playing in depleted uranium. (laughs) So the the lesson secretly is not don't play in trash, it's don't play near depleted uranium. (laughs) Hey, Jimmy Olsen, come look at this headache material. (laughs) It does this cool thing where it gives you a bad headache. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Jackson, I gotta call Superman. (laughs) Maybe it escalating going through Jimmy Olsen calling more and more authorities and none of them can pull me away from the depleted uranium. 
everything else and it's shiny like yeah. <laughs> this like man a, is like just constantly giving himself cancer <laughs> we should help this man no no and then I'm just hugging the metal drum because I've become attached <laughs> I like that a lot of this, I feel, is going to be like a debate with Superman where he, like, kneels down for some reason to be my height. I guess I'm on all fours. <laughs> I imagine you, like, crouched, uh, like some kind of maniac, hugging it, maybe licking and whispering sweet nothings into this uh, Maybe I pick up some of the uranium, uranium and I put it on my face and I'm like, Superman, I'm in Vietnam. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he puts his hand on my shoulder. No, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. You're, in, you're absolutely incorrect there. You're, you're covered in uranium. Is this a PSA about not playing in trash? Something to do with depleted uranium or maybe PTSD because... Uh, you, 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 are you a war vet? I don't, were I don't you, know. Were you ever in Vietnam, Superman? No, 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 no. I say it back. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is 100% about playing in trash. I love to play in trash, Superman, okay? And nothing you do or the fire department do is going to stop me, especially this cool drum that gives me a headache. And then I'll keep playing in that and covering my skin in it. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I feel so like you've, that you've become needs... a, a talking point, a bit of a, a bit of a piece uh, yeah. in, in the Daily Planet, and them talking about uh, what they're doing with this uh, uranium-loving uh, madman. Does um, Jimmy Olsen get famous of talking about it? Is there also a lesson in like, don't exploit this man who loves uranium? Like Jimmy Olsen's going on, he's doing news, he's yeah. doing interviews, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm the man covering my face in uranium. <laughs> I should be on TV. I got man, I got many lessons to learn. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lessons. Uh, I think maybe Lois Lane is the one teaching Jimmy that lesson to not be so exploitative mm-hmm. of of this of the sources. Yeah, uh, I guess so. And like, even though it is, it is a, a journalistic right to to report on the events, but it's mm. a human right to try and help people in need. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jimmy Olsen's like, is he in need? <laughs> this seems like his fault. I don't. <laughs> he yes. could stop at any time. Yes, Lois. And, and and this is why he needs our help because <laughs> he won't. <laughs> yeah. Does it count as a PSA if the lesson is some people deserve to die? <laughs> 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 Superman's okay. He's not okay with killing, except in this one case. <laughs> Superman's maybe like, the world's what if I better just, off? Well, maybe know? I could just, I could just bury him. I could just bury him, and it'd be fine. It's a reboot yeah. of the famous Superman storyline of which he can't save Pa Kent because he has a heart attack. But in this, yeah. he can't save the boy who loves rubbing depleted <laughs> uranium on his belly. <laughs> Superman, I'm like a hippopotamus, and I just slap it on my belly. No, 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 no. Jackson, you must what, stop what, at once. What does, you will die. Like a hippopotamus. I don't... Does he mean an otter? What is he talking about? I've, ne- I've, I've met a hippopotamus. They don't, don't slap their bellies with depleted yeah. uranium. Don't even slap their bellies with mud. I, maybe, I maybe I don't know where he's getting does, his information. Does... Though why I'm trusting a man who puts the uranium on his belly to be accurate, I couldn't say. Maybe Superman he like yeah, picks he... me up and he takes me into Metropolis and he's like, job done. And then I'm there the next day again and he's like, I've really got to figure out something. He will find his way back no matter what Just I do. Picks you up, takes you to the fortress of solitude. <laughs> You've got, a, you've got a your uranium problem, sir, and, and it 
It needs to stop. Uh, I, uranium is not even addictive. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting out of this. Get addicted Superman. to cigarettes like a normal man in the 70s. <laughs> Superman, you can take me wherever you want on the earth. I will find my way back to that uranium. I love it. Superman giving you a box of like a, a carton of cigarettes. Smoke them if you got them, Jason. This is Smoke. safer. My Smoke Lord. up, Jackson Bailey, and then the, like a week later, I'm back at the uranium. I just got a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> I love having a cool long drag of Marlboro cigarettes after covering my belly in depleted uranium. What? It's an ad. This part's an ad. <laughs> Are you too uh, a rhinoceros daily- that slaps their belly with depleted uranium? <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Olsen is like constantly filming this and giving you airtime. There's a lot of think pieces of like, should we be giving this person airtime? Yeah, it, does he have a good platform? He's telling us to smoke and put uranium on our belly like an elephant. I don't know if he knows what animals are. <laughs> he seems to be uh, using elephant, rhinoceros, and, and hippopotamus <laughs> interchangeably at will. Uh, has he ever seen any of these Superman has said I thought he meant otter at the start (laughs) I don't know why you the 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 general public are so fixated (laughs) on this particular issue there are bigger problems here like the fact that he is slathering uranium (laughs) on his belly it doesn't matter like whatever animal um, (laughs) but I've seen the cartoons they're all very very cute and very well drawn it's great but we need to help this man Brainiac hits Metropolitan comes and goes no one even notices they just want to hear more about the boy who claims to be an otter with uranium on his guts <laughs> i think the way that this particular psa would start to re- reach its sort of crescendo would <laughs> it's be natural conclusion yeah yeah would be if the uranium gives me superpowers so i think i've got to get i gotta rub it on my belly and maybe i become like a giant kind of grey monster man and I interchangeably again call myself the hippopotamus, <laughs> the elephant, or the rhino. I'm the rhino propelfalant. Look out <laughs> Superman. No no, you're none of this. My belly is so cold it has <laughs> Just so you giant and grey stomping your way. Superman with just an arm on your shoulder being like, you know no, even no, no, though no. you are like four times his size, he's still <laughs> yeah. looking down at you. Yeah. Shoulder, like hand on your shoulder. No, no, no. No, 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 no But no, I'm the hippo no. propellant. <laughs> you know that's not a real. <sighs> I slapped all that uranium no. on my belly and it yep, gave me yep, hippo propellant yep. no, you're just, You're just big. No. You're a big fan. You're very now. sick. And you're very sick. <laughs> are you tired? Are you tired? All you the seem... time. Yeah, yeah. How's the headaches? <laughs> Really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna take you somewhere. Uh, Bat- Batman might help. I don't. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Am I? Is is it a detox? Is that what happens next? <laughs> it's like a, Maybe... a detox and cure or something like that. I like to think this whole thing wraps up by being an ad for Tootsie Rolls. Like, <laughs> Superman's like, I have just the solution. And he gives me a box of Tootsie Rolls and I'm like, gee whiz, all the sugar flavor. And then I'm regular again. I don't yeah. want to eat uranium anymore. You solved my problem with Tootsie Rolls. Buy them today. Superman it's all in just muttering like, out. you ate the uranium? <laughs> I mean, I, I get that you were slapping it on your belly, but eating I don't it need to shovel worse. my face full of uranium like an elephant anymore, <laughs> Superman. I have Tootsie Rolls. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, 
please go away. Leave <laughs> Metropolis forever. <laughs> it's one of the most famous Superman arcs. Oh, absolutely. It's an arc. I thought it was a one-off comic. It's an arc. So much lore was established here that never yeah. it comes back in later issues down the track. Yeah, for when a while, it, a... Jimmy Olsen was blamed for the, the rise of mm. uh, uh, Rhino... Uh, for Tavolivus. Tavolivus, or whatever you're... Rhino Tavolivus. Rhino Tavolivus, yes. He's sort of blamed for the destruction that you've caused. Absolutely. You're like... Uh, uh, haphazardly and and incorrectly used as a metaphor for the Cold War. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like very sloppily. Uh, Nobody can quite tell what the point of the comic book was. They were like, "What was it? What was it actually against?" He's a symbolism of America's obsession with nuclear war. Yeah, because yeah. he loved to rub it on his belly, and I guess the use of elephants, hippos, and rhinos is it about poaching, maybe? Or maybe yeah. about the America's justification on having nuclear wars and how they change the goalposts every time. It's quite a deep book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> talk about the expo- exploitation of, 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 like, of, of the, what the America's doing to other countries. And, yeah, is it and, about and colonialism, was... maybe? Mm. It's, it's really hard to tell. Uh, what was the Tootsie Roll bit? Why did that fix it? Uh, At one point he advertised it's, uh, it's cigarettes actually a com- as well. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a really good commentary on America's obsession with, with capitalism and that capitalism yeah. can cure almost anything. Um, and that's why yeah. it, it is so. So even though while, while this character of Jackson slapped uh, uh, unhealthy uranium mm. uh, on, on his, his belly. belly and ate it, um, yeah. uh, uh, eating a, a sugary substance that is solely made for and by Americans, uh, mm. uh, fixed him. Is is just kind of like helping that that the the, the fallacy of, of the American dream. It's interesting that he was clearly addicted to the uranium, but also advertised cigarettes, which <laughs> at the time were in the news as being quite an addictive substance. I don't know if that was intentional or if. The cigarette, yeah. maybe Marlboro didn't know what they were getting into. I can't imagine they would have been happy about that. Yeah. M- Marlboro <laughs> have distanced themselves, a company uh, uh, famous for probably not distancing themselves enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This time definitely... they were like, I don't know if I want to be associated with the hip-hop, hip-hop elephant. Um, <laughs> who who uh, closes out the book by saying, I love cigarettes and Superman. So... <laughs> What what's that about? <laughs> Just the last panel of like shoving a Tootsie Roll in whilst yeah. having a sneaky drag. <laughs> yeah, I really love Superman to... and cigarettes and yeah. uranium. I didn't learn the last <laughs> It's a, it's a, another commentary on yeah. on uh, Americans' obsession with gluttony and yeah and, and, yes. excess. Um, and excess yeah. and uh, it's really, a powerful it a, piece of of literature. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a weirdly predicted some of the the, the problems that would be facing um, the yeah. USA uh, later in uh, um, um, like. This uh, century, so, the betrayal uh, really, of citizens time, in the media. Uh, it also predicts, uh, yeah, fast mm. food nation, nine yeah. eleven, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that fe- features in. Maybe could do. <laughs> yeah, this was a very it's, it's a dense. It's a dense little comic. So yeah. it's yeah. very yeah. similar to reading the Bible. You can take yeah. from it whatever you want. Yeah. You can interpret it however you like. Superman is baffled by all of it. Seems like he doesn't want to be there for any of it. Uh, as truly... you can see, uh, with Superman's constant mutterings of no, 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 no. this no, is actually no, no. the the writer trying to um, get a message through to, to the creative team and the editors yeah, in charge. Yeah. Because if you look behind the scenes at the time, um, some of the writers were having a bit of a, a problem with the editorial staff and yeah. their willingness to to take any kind of money from big cigarettes, big yeah. uranium, big mm. yeah. rolls. Uh... Yeah, big uranium paid largely for this comic book to be printed, which is equally baffling. Because <laughs> what? Whilst it isn't, I guess, a 
overtly anti-uranium. <laughs> it's not pro-uranium either. Big uranium coming out being like, this is the closest we're going to get to a pro-uranium book, so we'll pay whatever for it. The, the kid doesn't fucking die, so we'll take it. He seems fine with all the uranium he slapped on his goddamn belly. <laughs> He'll be right. Yeah, we'll fucking pay for uranium guts or whatever you call in this book. Who gives a shit? You telling me that it's pro-ish uranium? Do you know how fucking hard that is to find in this economy? Are you kidding me? We'll fucking take it. If you want to make a sequel, we'll give you one billion (laughs) dollars. What an explosive press conference the uranium lobby has presented us with. I'll fight anyone who says that's not a good comic book. Why not? Let's go. <laughs> who wants some chin music? Hmm? Hands up who wants to die. I will end you. I'm Mr. Uranium, and today is the day you die. <laughs> the time has come for me to punch heads clean off. Uh, this this is the uh, all, of course, uh, uh, captured in, in beautiful panel form uh, yeah, in, in, the sequel. in the sequel of, of yeah. this uh, Uranium Man uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's good to imagine a kid. It becomes a little bit of a, a documentary series uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well as part <laughs> it away of the, from the being DC a confusing mythos. ad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to imagine a kid in the fifties, like chewing gum, finishes reading that comic book, and is like, "What do I do now? <laughs> what What is the takeaway? What is my next step?" Then he throws it in the bin. It's the most binned comic book in American history. Yeah. Pristine you know, copies sell for negative two dollars. <laughs> um, you get a refund. They actually they did a study in 2008 and Garbage Island in the Pacific is 99% this one comic book that they threw out so much. Yeah, yeah. 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 All in all, great PSA. Yeah, thank you. I, I think we all learned a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was dense with lessons. That's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My PSA is that Bugs Bunny is going to teach me not to drink chemicals from under the sink. Not because they'll make me sick, but because they taste bad. <laughs> Oh, why are you drinking chemicals under this sink when there's lots of delicious chemicals you could be drinking? Yeah. Like orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> hey, what's up, Doc? Hey, have you tried drinking some of this Coca-Cola? It's better for your guts. Is it? Is the idea that Bugs Bunny will make the chemicals taste better? You're drinking them wrong. Put sugar in them. That's I'm why loving, you drink sink chemicals. I just feel like this isn't Bugs Bunny. I feel this is kind of like an off-brown Fugs Runny. Fugs <laughs> Runny, the diarrhea rabbit. <laughs> and it's, everyone is just like a little bit confused. Because, was this Warner Brothers approved? Uh, because he's talking like something out of Toontown. It's really good to imagine the, yeah, you know, kid, like the don't eat the, the, the drink the chemicals <laughs> under the sink. But it tastes bad. You know yeah. the splash image of like the Looney Tunes where it'll say like the title? Yeah. It's great to imagine that coming on really quick and saying Fugs Runny, the diarrhea rabbit. Just like really quick so that as a kid watching it, you're like, wait, what was that? No, 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 no. You're like, wait, did that say the diarrhea rabbit? Gee, Fugs Runny, should I be drinking this chemicals under the sink? Not if you want diarrhea, kid. Is Fugs Runny pro or anti-diarrhea? It's a really important clarification. Yeah, this is, we need to know, JD. This is, this is, this integral. is integral. Well, I is feel... he helping you avoid or get <laughs> diarrhea? Well, he's anti-drinking chemicals from under the sink, but I don't think yeah. chemicals from under the sink would give you diarrhea. I think it would just burn your guts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, is he, is he like, uh, well, what, well, okay. 
Let's see. Dick. Maybe he's like uh, pro prune juice or something like that. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Like, it's like, again, like how we're trying to sell Tootsie Rolls, maybe, for <laughs> Superman. Um, this is like, hey, <clears throat> you know, big prune drink are like, we need to get in touch with the kids. We've cornered the geriatric market. Yeah, they love it, but we need the kids. We what are kids doing out. too much of? Ah, they're drinking those chemicals under the sink. So what if we make our drink more uh, delicious uh, uh, and looks more look better than yeah. those chemicals under the sink? This I is already, our campaign. I, I can already see, Dusha, the controversial nature of this episode of Fugs Running the Diarrhea Rabbit <laughs> because I imagine he's like, don't drink that under the sink, drink this! And he shows you the prune juice, which is also kept under the sink, <laughs> leading kids across the nation yes. to search under the sink for something to drink. Yes. Maybe so that's the song he sings. Uh, under the it's sink, kept under the sink, and drink. the bottle design looks exactly like a, like a bottle of bleach. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah. of like execs were like, what are kids already drinking? They love it. There are so many PSAs about it, so that means the ideal place for our prune drink is under the sink. And then we'll get kids across the nation shitting their pants like the prune lobby wants. <laughs> <laughs> Just like their hero, Fugs Ronnie. The diary yeah. rabbit. So, when the government calls back and being yeah. like, plumbing yeah. the Death Star, yeah. we yeah. asked you to do a PSA for whatever you wanted, and you picked yes. eating out your nanny. <laughs> yes. A, an advertisement for big uranium and kids <laughs> shitting their pants more. That's what you wanted to raise awareness for. I'll be like, hey, government, you said we could do whatever we liked, yeah. so... Hey, <laughs> your brief was open to interpretation, and we definitely opened it. <laughs> Which one um, do you think the do... government will be the happiest with? I mean, one of them is not actively harmful. In fact, it's got <laughs> net positives, and that's eating out your nanny. The other one is, shits, kids shooting themselves is not good, and I don't know what my comic book was about. So, <laughs> so eating out your nanny is the best lesson to get out of this entire yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to take away anything, take away that, yeah, frankly, yeah. at the end of the day. Fugs Ronnie. Fugs Ronnie the Diary Rabbit. I have to ask, so does this... Does your episode of Fugs Running the Diary Rabbit start with you drinking chemicals and being like, none of these taste good? Yes. But you're still drinking them? Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. It Down burns! It just hurts my throat and belly. Yeah. Wow, kid. Wait, have a look now, you little motherfucker. And then you look down there. Hey, what's up, cunt? <laughs> have Check a look now, you little motherfucker. <laughs> is a great tagline for Fugs Ronnie. Uh, no, 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 no. Have a look now, you motherfucker. That's what he says instead of that's all, folks. Have a look now, motherfucker. That's that's what the porky pig says. Diarrhea. Do you think that your seems? Yeah. Do you think that that will work? Do you reckon kids will watch my cartoon and then go and shit their pants? I think they will. I think yours will be very effective. Yeah. You know, because that's something you can do at home with no extra effort. Really. You don't need to have a nanny. You know, uranium's famously hard to find. Exactly. Yeah. But and then also you're doing something like for like don't drink the chemicals under the sink. You're touching a point that not many like. Other PSAs will do. They're just like, it's dangerous. It's going to kill you. It's going to burn you. You're like, it tastes yuck. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. Exactly. Uh, it's not yeah, a, forbi- it's a, a forbidden Ugh. soda. It's not yeah. like an unlocked flavor of Coca-Cola. It tastes yuck. No. 
It and also, like, as opposed to delicious prune juice. Yes. yes. Which is great, and the kids will love. And, you know, you're not saying, <laughs> hey, you know kids are going to go down there anyway, yeah. so you might as well put something that they can drink down there, yeah. i.e. prune it's juice. It's a good distraction, so you know? So, yeah. my PSA also, so not only is it just misinforming people and assuming that, <laughs> yes. like, prune juice is kept under the sink, but now yeah. I'm saying that you should keep your prune juice under the sink to give kids oh, something tasty so. to drink. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, going to yeah, yeah. down there like, anyway. You're going yeah, to be sign like, off on hey, that. Kids are going to always drink whatever under the sink, mm-hmm. so you may as well put something yummy there, like prune juice in this yeah. bleach container. What's Maybe up, you're... cunts? Don't forget to keep <laughs> some prune juice under the sink for your kids to drink. Take a look at that, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Maybe even you take it a step further and you're like, put your chemicals in the fridge, because kids aren't going there. You might as well put your bleach in the fridge in a bottle that looks like milk, because kids aren't drinking from the fridge. No Swap kid likes milk. No kid likes milk. Put the milk under the fr- under the sink and keep your bleach in the fridge. And you, your one does the most harm. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a lawsuit lobbied against Fugs Ronnie the Diarrhea Rabbit. Well, that's why history has forgotten him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Fugs, the the end of the lawsuit wasn't financial. They were just like, you need to wipe Fugs Ronnie the Diarrhea Rabbit from existence. <laughs> It was, it was a mind bad. wipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've hired those MIB cunts. Yeah. It's like the end of Fantastic Beasts 1. We did a big mind wipe of the entire planet about Fugs Ronnie the Diarrhea Rabbit. Except, Dusha, for you, I guess, because you were in the cartoon. Yeah. And I guess you weren't paid, and this was how they paid you. <laughs> you received what you thought was a check in the mail, and it just says, Hey, sorry, we can't pay you, but don't worry, you'll remember Fugs Ronnie the Diarrhea Rabbit. That's how good it is. My you. famous voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's great as I'd imagine you being like, damn, money would have been better. But, you know, at least I remember. It. I've got the at memories. Least at least you've got the memories of Fugs Ronnie. That's pretty good. Yeah. You you know, you came out of it pretty good in the end. All those deaths were uh, wiped under the rug and misremembered yeah. by history. Yeah. Mm. So uh, you're not remembered as maybe television's greatest monster. No. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's really, really, really powerful. And I think that's I, a takeaway message, uh, yeah. I guess, from this episode. Well, I was, I was going to say, I think at the end of the day, Zamet's yeah. got the greatest message. It does the most net good. But Douches is the most doable. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I'm somewhere in the middle as just being, frankly, confusing. And I think yeah. that's the whole spectrum of what a PSA can bring you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And on that note, I've been Joel, and remember to eat out your nanny. I've been Jackson, and remember to smoke cigarettes, <laughs> eat Tootsie Rolls, and have a neutral opinion on uranium. <laughs> and I've been Joel Dusha, and remember to shit your pants, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.